0: This is Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment on WMAY. I am Kevin Hart and this is another episode of State of the Arts where we look at the well the state of how the arts are doing in Springfield in the United States and even around the world. I am talking once again with Gus Gordon. How are you doing?
1: Kevin, I'm doing well. You know what? We need we need
0: a theme song. We do need a theme song. Yes, we do. Well, um well, we got to
1: work on that. You got to figure that out. What what would be a good theme
0: song? <laughs> um Let's see. Uh, we could do. Uh, let's see. Some, well, some there's no related. business
1: like show business. Is the go. There's of no. Course.
0: Yeah, we could do that. Right. Absolutely. Right. All right. Well. I, and yeah. there's
1: that song from Curtains. Uh, show people. Oh yeah, that's a good
0: one too. Yeah. Yeah. And we can work the. Um. We can work the overture to the Superman musical, which sounds like a newscast. We can do that one oh, as yeah. well. So yeah.
1: That That well, is a great show. Yeah. And I would love. To see um, that updated, there there are certain elements of that show. It's, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman. Yeah, it can't be done today. No, yeah, there's. Um, I
0: know there's some racism and probably some some Me Tooing right. in it, but um, no, right. yeah, it's a great score. So it'd be it'd be cool to see an updated version of it. Um, absolutely, that uh,
1: And we have the ability to make people fly. So we do. You know,
0: so yeah, we will. You'll like,
1: believe a man can fly. Yes. Now you were far too young to remember that, but that was the uh, tagline to the Superman movie with Christopher Reeve.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Now, you'll
1: I, believe a man can fly. I believe. Yes. If my memory hasn't totally gone.
0: <laughs> yeah, hey, that's no, that's all right. Yeah, great movie too. Yes, I do like the first Superman movie. So let's uh, let's let's talk about some of the shows that are coming up here in in the Central Illinois area because um, I right. talked a little bit. I talked with Hope a couple of days ago, and I. Talked briefly with you um before you went on air that the spirit of Lincoln um unfortunately because of the new COVID mitigations will not be having its VIP event in person watching right. the filmed production but on the bright side I guess um well, it is a bright side they're adding another virtual performance on the day that would have been the VIP performance so the 13th 14th and 15th you will be able to watch the virtual performance at. 7 p.m. with uh, tickets as $8 a single ticket and 15 for a group ticket. So that'll be good. You know, it's unfortunate yeah. they, had to, uh, they had to sort of uh, just cancel the in-person event. But the people will still yeah. be able to watch it if they purchase their tickets. So
1: That's great. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, I think we all understand right now we just have to be flexible because mm-hmm. the rules are changing daily. Yeah. And um, with the cases going up, I, I don't think this was a huge surprise to anybody. Mm-hmm. That we'd have to take a step back in November and as we get into, you know, the colder months. But it's still really disappointing, but it, it, it'll it be still great to watch at home. And um, I encourage everyone to buy a ticket, really support the Springfield Theater Center, and uh, come out to watch this show online, a streaming performance. I think it'll be well worth your time, and I think you'll truly enjoy it.
0: Yes, I do, too, and I'm very excited to see it. Um the show by Ken Bradbury, Roger Wainwright got a great cast. Um, the cast you can see the cast list. It's on. Um, it's on their website as well as um, the information to buy a ticket. Uh, and uh, right, a and ton it, of great performers. A ton of great, great local performers. Yes, so it is going to be. It's going to be a stacked production. It's going to be great. Um, <laughs> uh, and then um, also STC is they are having. Um, you can submit some audition materials for the next couple of days um, for their. Christmas um their Christmas show um it's it's sort of a um a virtual show they're putting together the um Santa's Workshops Got Talent um, and I'll be honest, I don't know as much about this one, but it seems they are putting together a lot of uh different i um, mean it's it's a kid's it's a younger it's a ages five to eighteen show, but they're right. putting all these performances together and they'll have roles and so yeah, so that's something also to look out for like' be able to watch and of course, if you are younger or have somebody in your house that you know is younger, a friend who's younger, they might be able to audition for this and do some theater this holiday season and bring some, uh, bring some cheer through some theater that I'm sure. uh, Of course, everybody wants some, some nice, some nice uplifting theater for the holidays.
1: Exactly. And they're doing this in an interesting way. It's going to be a virtual performance. Um, You know, they're going to do a lot of their rehearsals via zoom. They're going to do a couple in person, but I think the show itself is going to be presented. If I'm not mistaken, this is, I, I did read this somewhere. That it's going to be presented kind of in a Zoom format, mm. and um, so it's really very unique. And um, I'm so I'm so pleased they're finding things that the kids can do and be a part of. That's that is so important yeah. right now, and very cool for them.
0: Yes, so be on the lookout for that, and of course the um, the information of to make, making sure that people can. That the the uh, the young folks that you are friends with or in your family that may want to do this, make sure you get this um, in- information to them. The information to audition so that they can, uh, so that they can do some do some be active in the theater scene because yes, it is important that um that, you know theater um the, we have a strong theater presence of course as we all know in this town and yeah. there's a lot of shows and um all sorts of programs for children and those of you know as all sorts of theater has stopped around the world and some around this town. A lot of the, you know, the, the young performers, you know, are unable to do some shows. So this is really cool to be able to do something in the next couple. Of it really ago. is.
1: And, you know, we're, we're figuring these things out and they're going to hold their auditions, um, via the internet and their callbacks will occur with zoom. So we're, they're making the best of it. Yes, they are. And, um, people are so used to working with zoom right now that, it it'll be you know very easy to do.
0: Yeah, so that'll be that will be good. We got another, um, and and we also we have another show that is premiering this weekend. That um, I mean I felt kind of bad. It's another one I did not know as much about um un- until very recently. But this is um this is being put on at the UIS Performing Arts Center. Uh, this is right. Rogue's Gallery. Um, well, not only is it a free performance, they're actually performing this. Live, there won't be an audience. But from what I understand, they'll be doing the show live um, with their multi-camera setup, and so sort right. of streaming it as a live production. That is really cool. I'm going to be interested to, because they've already they did they did a couple of concerts recently the the faculty sure. concerts with um oh my goodness, I'm already forgot. I should have written the names down with the you know the very talented trombone player the um the clarinet they they, they did both of those concerts uh right. live with the multi-camera setup so so then they'll be doing this entire play. Socially distanced, of course. Yes, each performance. So I think
1: they're doing six performances, and each performance will be live. Yes, that is that is daring. That I, I, but they're set up for that. They really, they've done a great job. Brian Reeves, I and I, I talked about it, and Carly Shank and I talked about it yesterday. Um, You know, they they really retrained their staff how to be television station employees, basically, how to run the switcher, how to run the cameras. Um, how to do the streaming. So they have learned a new skill set and they will, they will not take this in advance. They will do it live each performance. So you have a chance to see something a little different each time you would tune in, if you want to see it more than once. And it's a very interesting show, new show. Um, It's written in the COVID age. Mm. So a lot of individual monologues and um, there's even a a monologue about COVID. I read in the paper, so it's it's very up to date, very current. And um Nia Tillers and it she was featured in the newspaper this morning yep. and she was talking about it a little bit. And she described it kind of like a play version of Black Mirror.
0: Hmm.
1: You know, the the, oh, yeah. the television show. Yeah. So it it has some kind of quirky and dark subject matters and but there's a series of eight or several different monologues. And um it's it's a very cool concept and um I look forward to seeing it
0: yeah me too and because I again I did not know a whole lot about this um until just a couple of days ago so um <laughs> I feel bad because i'm I'm trying to make sure people get information about the arts out but um yeah so this yeah especially since it's gonna be these yeah six live performances um it's you know it's yeah it is very daring and it is going to be something to look out for and I'm going to be um uh, excited to see that one and there are yeah. yes and the also next uh, coming up um the springfield ballet company released a trailer for a documentary through clara's eyes
1: they, they've reached out to several of the um the ballerinas who have played clara yeah in past productions and they have interviewed them they use a lot of archival footage a lot of history of the ballet company mm-hmm. and a lot of history about their production of the nutcracker which has become so um so important yeah. and a tradition in Springfield each Christmas season. Yes. And it's been years. I mean, this is um, gosh, what was it? Their 40th anniversary? I think so, yeah. They've
0: been doing it since 1979 or 1980, right? So Yeah, and yeah. it's
1: um just a, a, a great show. I, I often say to people, if they want to see the best production in Springfield, mm-hmm. the ball- ballet company frequently has that honor yeah because the, the the tech the sets the costumes it's all like you're watching a touring company that comes through uh sangamon auditorium it's just top notch and julie and gina and the whole staff at the ballet company and all of the dancers they they work at such a professional level that we really are proud of them and all of springfield should be proud of the springfield yes. ballet company because they are excellent um For not being an adult company, you know, with people who have graduated college, these are all younger people Mm. who go through high school. They're amazingly talented and so disciplined. Oh my gosh. They meet every week. They are athletes. And, um, so this will be a fascinating ballet and a great way to, to celebrate their accomplishments over the year and to enjoy a holiday offering, um, you know, when there's not much else, available for people to go out and see
0: right yeah so this is so this yeah this again going to be something to look out for because because yes this this has such a rich history in springfield and and you know we be, you know i think more people are realizing it in the you know past uh you know even the past decade or something but i mean you know musical theater dancing and especially ballet and the the intense ballet i mean it is athletic to do some of these dances i mean you have to yes. be in you know prime physical condition to do this it's you know i i you know i i i don't think i've i've never done ballet i don't think but i mean i watch it and i'm like you would know it if you had i would know it if i had because it is <laughs> i watch it and i'm like you know there's a lot of things i can do but it's not wonderful so yeah that's not yeah.
1: something you would do and forget about that would be something no, that you would um, definitely remember
0: <laughs> yeah so so um so yeah, kudos to them. It's amazing. The production's always amazing, and it's an, it's a wonderful. It really is. yeah. so and this,
1: whatever they're doing, Swan Lake, Cinderella, um any of the different shows they put on, they're always first rate.
0: right. So that's so it'll be it'll be nice to see this to see this documentary coming up. And um, I also want to touch on a couple of shows that will uh, will be streaming, or a couple of them are in production. Um, mm-hmm. The this uh, th- this was filmed a while ago. This was uh, James Corden and One Man, Two Governors, which is a yeah. s- quasi modern retelling of uh, the Servant of Two Masters, um, but set in Britain in the sixties. Um, and it's, uh, and it's, I've seen the, I haven't actually seen it before, but we, we talked about it a bit in a theater class in college. Um, when we talked about yeah. the, serving a two masters and we watched some of the clips from it and this, um, and lo- it looks funny. I mean, it looks great. And cause I mean, it's supposed to be a, you know, kind of a, a funny show of course, but it's updated sure. and it's, um, so th- that'll be, and it's also, there's some music in it. It's not like a musical per se, but there is some, um, there's a band playing some like 60s, um, you know the 60s sort of beatles ask tunes um in between or, sort of a sort of like a british like a pop band so it's so that'll be interesting to watch um there's a play this he, one it's got oh I'm sorry you're going to say something
1: well you know that's the show that really put james corden on the map yeah. yeah um he won the olivier award i believe for that won the tony award when it came to america and it just really made him a star yeah and um that's that's where he was first noticed and that's where he first started getting you know a lot of a lot of international acclaim he he had been in britain for years before that but as a young man he did a fantastic job and it's a real i haven't seen it either i've seen clips of it and i look forward to actually watching it but it's a tour de force performance he's a he's a big boy but he just you would never guess that because he's so um busy through the show and athletic and you know they have a lot of high energy antics Mm -hmm. um but yeah, really, it it should be a very fun show, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing it because I haven't had the, the the pleasure of seeing it in the past.
0: Yeah, no, me neither. So it'll be it'll be it'll be good to see. There are also this 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 play that's coming up. Um, oh, and by the way, my one, one Man Two Governors is actually tomorrow. Um, it's um going to be on um, streaming. So, right, so that'll be one to look out for. And then um, there's this play called Same Time Next Year. Don't know a whole lot about it. However, it's about a um. I, I look. I mean, I kind of looked up on the description of it. It's about a twenty-five year long love affair, but the two, the couple that is having the affair, only meets once a year, and it's this, right. uh, and it's this uh, twenty-five year relationship. And so that, I mean, that sounds, that it, it sounds like a very interesting concept to me. So that'll be one. Yeah, to look that was for as a well. very
1: successful show on Broadway in the seventies. Yeah, uh, made into a movie with um, Alan Alda, and I forget who played opposite him. Um, was it Jill Clayburgh maybe possibly? Um, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, forget. I forget that, but very popular. It it's been a community theater staple for years, but it, they play a couple, they're both married to other people. Mm-hmm. So they're having an affair and they meet once a year at the same time, same place. Um, and they, they, it takes them through their, their lives. You get to see them go through different major events in their lives. Um, you know you know heartache and heartbreak and wonderful things but this couple that are not married to one another you know share these this emotional bond over a series of time so that yeah it is interesting and this is a production um, that is done by a regional theater that's streaming on show ticks for you mm-hmm. and people can watch it on demand I believe and um, yeah it, it's a it's a very very popular show it hasn't been done in a while it's a little it's a little dated um i i read i read through it a couple of years ago seeing if that might be something we would do at the hoagland and i thought "Eh, the the subject matter is a little of its time and probably um it'd be difficult to do today but right you know it's interesting to, to see something like that and it's the perfect idea because the two actors who play these parts are actually married in real life. Oh, they're nice. a real married couple playing um, people who are, are cheating on their spouses. That's <laughs> kind of funny. Yeah. And um, so they can, they can do a show like this. They can be intimate. And this is, I mean, they start the show in bed. That's how it starts. Yeah. Um, so it's, <laughs> you gotta be close to someone yeah. uh, in this case, but yeah, it's um, it's been a popular show for years, and I, it'll probably get some traction. People will be interested in, in seeing that.
0: Nice. All right. Well, look out for that as well. And that's actually, I believe it is, there's already streaming right now, but it's streaming until the 15th. So that'll be when that um, is done. And then there's also, and this has already come out, but I didn't see it at all. Um, coming out on PBS later this month is a documentary on the making of Fiddler on the Roof, um, which... Yeah. Um, which I'm sure is, I mean, I you know, documentaries are fascinating, and especially you know, on, on musical theater and um, Fiddler is Fiddler is a good show and is not at the top of my favorites, but I know a lot of people love Fiddler on the Roof, so this will be sure. this will definitely be very popular. But and, and it is a good show, and it's um, it's, you know, it's interesting. And I'm sh- I'm sure sh- I bet they have some archival footage of um, probably the original production of the Zero Mostel because I know that was one of the first they filmed for the film and theater on tape archive, uh, so. So maybe yeah, they'll have some footage of uh, Zero Master. I saw this there.
1: when it first came out. Yeah, um, it's it's a very interesting production that talks a lot about um, the, the history of the show, how it was put together, uh, the the effect of the show on, on people. Yeah, you know that that's it's a it's a show that's been done in so many cultures, and I remember reading uh, there's a book called The Making of a Musical, which is about Fiddler on the Roof, mm-hmm. and it's a great great book um very interesting to read if you're into into that kind of thing oh, yeah. and what was most interesting is they did a production in japan and the audience couldn't understand that this was not written for their culture oh. because of the, tra- the the subject of tradition yeah and the father with his daughters and it was so universal that they thought it was written you know for a japanese audience and yeah. it just shows that that how how different cultures can see this through their lens and and it resonates with them. Yeah. So it it really is a fascinating documentary and if you love the show it's a must see if you like the show it's still very entertaining yeah. and yeah so it is most definitely worth worth uh, watching.
0: Good. Well, I'm going to check it out then for sure. There's also yeah. th- th- this is this is interesting um uh this uh there, there's a movie that's going to be about the making of Pygmalion, and Pierce Brosnan right. is going to be playing George Bernard Shaw, um, and then Helena Bottom Carter is also going to uh, be in it as well. So I wonder how that's right. going to go it, Pierce Brosnan is my favorite James Bond. So, um, well, he will be
1: nothing like James Bond. No, book. he won't.
0: But I, but I love, but I love him as an actor. So he's, I'm sure he'll be a yeah. great. Uh, he'll do a great job as.
1: Uh, well, this is this is a great uh, topic for a movie, Mrs. Patrick Campbell. Mm-hmm. was a, a huge star in britain um in the 1800s and and you know uh, george bernard shaw wrote this play Pygmalion, which became my fair lady for her mm-hmm. and an interesting thing is you know eliza's supposed to be in late teens early 20s mrs patrick campbell was uh, 49 years old yeah when this show debuted um and she was she was quite a character in that, in that old school, um, you know, style of acting, very grand, very big. And, uh, so this should be a very interesting uh, production. And there's quite a, quite a story between those two and then the making of the show, which is been such a classic.
0: Yeah. So that will be, yeah. So that, that is interesting. And that will be, so yeah, I did not know um, all about that. So it'll be interesting to see it, and when, whenever this uh, comes out, I'm sure they're still making it at the moment. Um, and then this, yeah. when we were talking about, um, you know, monologues um, with uh, some shows, this this interests me a little bit. This is um, this is a one man Christmas Carol. I don't know how they would do a yeah. one man Christmas Carol um, starring Jefferson Mays. Um,
1: do you know much about this at all? You know, Patrick Stewart used to do a one-man Christmas show. He would mm. do a Christmas Carol. He would do that on Broadway.
0: Yeah,
1: um, and it's it's on it's on tape, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's fascinating. I think it was one of those specials that was run on PBS. And then Patrick Stewart also played Scrooge in a television movie. Oh yeah, uh, that was done years ago, and it's it's a great adaptation, and he is very good in it. Jefferson Mays, a, an incredible Broadway actor um you know he recently starred in the gentleman's guide to love and murder playing yep. eight different characters <laughs> and his main claim to fame was a play called I am my own wife i believe where again he played multiple characters uh within that show yeah and and so if anyone's able to do it he is he has lots of experience playing different characters but you know and and um oh gosh dickens grandson or maybe even great-grandson, used to tour, and he came to the Hoagland. It was one of the first things done at the Hoagland back in 2004. He came and did a one-man show version of A Christmas Carol. So this has been done over the years, and um, Jefferson Mays is such an incredible actor that it'll be very entertaining, and he will make every character its own unique, you know, person. Yeah, well,
0: that is... I'm even more intrigued. I want to see this. This is gonna be, yeah, that that'll be cool. So that'll be that'll yeah. be a, a Christmas, well, a holiday sort of show that'll be around that time. Uh, so so that'll be interesting yeah. to see. Uh, I, all, do wanna, I do
1: want to. I do want to go back and say one thing about same time next year. Please do. It's Ellen Burstyn. Ellen Burstyn, uh, okay. Alan Alda, and Ellen Burstyn did this in 1978. They were in the movie version. Okay. Um. So that was that was bugging me that I couldn't remember who who the actress was. So I had to go back and check that out. Hey, it's okay. On oh, Facebook.
0: Oh, I know how that is. I gotta always gotta do that too. Uh, so uh, right. So. Uh, shows coming up. The Spirit of Lincoln is next weekend, and there is that added performance because the VIP performance was canceled uh, due to the COVID restrictions. Rogues Gallery is opens tomorrow. It runs two weeks, and it is the it is a live production um, being live streamed. Uh, and then uh, right. the also make sure to get your auditions in for SDC's Christmas show. Santa's Workshops got talent that is a that is a young. Kids' performance, um, a musical that's in the next two days. Got to get those in, and then look out for the documentary through Clara's eyes. That's all coming up. Gus, thanks so much for joining me for another edition of State of the Arts.
1: Kevin, my pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: You're welcome. Thank you. I will see you next week.